together recording this. We're together recording our intro. We actually recorded this episode with Anna Grace a couple weeks ago before Allie came here. But it wasn't even a couple weeks ago. It was like maybe a little over a week ago. (laughs) It feels so long ago. (laughs) It's really crazy because it feels like I've been here for like a month, but then also it feels like two days. That's how the time works here. It's so weird. And we really have packed it in. Like we've done everything to the fullest. Yeah. So FYI, Allie is here while recording this intro towards the end of her trip, which is really sad, but mm-hmm. we are both flying out on Wednesday. I'm yep. going to Vegas for a couple of days and Allie's going back to Nashville. So we thought since we were together, we would go ahead and record our intro. Yeah. And it's been a great trip. I've had the best time. I've loved every second of it, except maybe not every second, not the train strike. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do an Italy yeah. um, recap episode, but it's been incredible. And yeah, we're going to do a recap. We're going to share all of the amazing things that we've been able to do here, um, our recommendations, our itinerary. So keep an eye out for that. That's coming soon. I can't wait to share with you guys because we really did do so many great yeah, things. Yeah, we've done so many things. We're both like at the end of the trip. I think we're just like, wow, I can't believe how much we... Actually, I can believe how much we packed in but because it's us, but... Still, yeah, I feel like for a normal person, this would have been like a three week trip, yeah. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, such a great trip. I love when we're able to record together and just be together and spend time together. So, thank you guys for vibing with our week off. But we're back and we have so many good episodes to share with you guys. Starting out with this one, we actually decided that we're going to do a really short intro. for this episode because this is our episode with Anna Grace. One our of second our, episode yeah. with her. I feel like we could have gone on for hours just because we we always no. do. So that's why this is going to be a short intro because the conversation is a bit long, but it's a really good episode. It only ended because I was so hungry. I had to like call it off, like call yeah. it because I was like, guys, I'm so starving because um, I was recording it so late here in Italy. But yeah, love talking with Anna Grace. She is on Instagram at Anna Grace Newell. She started out as a stylist and then sort of a fashion influencer. And now she's come kind of full circle into her own um, kind of like alternative healing journey, um, manifestation. Yeah, she does it all. She honestly. does it all. She really does. And today we're kind of like, so the first episode we recorded with Anna Grace, we talked about manifestation and like just kind of like all things crystal girl manifestation but this episode we're actually talking about her new venture into medium work and akashic records akashic records and honestly i think overall the theme is just like living in your authentic truth and she i mean in the past like nine months she's completely changed her life like she's moved (laughs) to florida she is in love she has this new business venture so i think just like you know, listening to her talk about the clarity that she's been able to experience and just like the complete shift that her life has taken um, yeah. was pretty incredible. And just to catch up, because we're all really good friends and I haven't gotten to catch up with Anna Grace in a while. She was in Nashville actually with Allie when they recorded this episode. So it was just a really fun overall combo. Yeah, and I feel like it was more of just a conversation than an interview. Definitely. <laughs> okay, so without further ado, we're just going to go ahead and jump into our episode with Anna Grace. We covered a lot of different topics and we are just really excited to share this episode with you guys and to welcome Anna Grace back as our first repeating yeah, guest yeah. on Go A lot has happened since 
since we last had you on the podcast. That was in like December. And then now you're just a whole new little lady. I really am. Um, First of all, I want you guys to know quantum jumping. Are y'all familiar with quantum jumping? Do you know what quantum I am, but go ahead and give us a little It's summary. basically where you like do these meditations where you like envision like the highest version of yourself and you start really expediting that process, that manifestation process, like a very quick manifestation mm-hmm. to where you're like literally in a whole new timeline. Like it's like, it's like you waking up word one day and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in Italy. Like that's a completely new reality that you're experiencing. And, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's kind of like a technical thing. I don't have to get into it. But basically, like basically you visualize your future and it just expedites the process of getting there. Oh, yes. I and see. like, and, but when you do that, like crazy things happen. Like I literally moved two times in five months. I moved to yeah. Clarksville and for anyone Tell us about why you moved. Yes. That was okay, crazy. So I, I was <laughs> like, oh my God, Anna Grace is moving to Clarks- Clarksville. I've just, never heard of that place. Everyone. Everyone said that I lived on a military base. I, the, the amount of things <laughs> that happened, like so, basically, I met Austin, which is the guy that I'm with, my boyfriend, beautiful, beautiful soul. We love him. Um, met him in Nashville. We started dating, and then he was coaching. Obviously, you guys know the story, but just to give people yeah. some context, um, he was a wide receivers college football coach. Which college football coaching? I never knew anything about it until I started dating him, and it is that is an intense lifestyle i have a lot of respect for everyone that does it because i mean they seriously work like 5 a.m to 8 p.m every single day this week i mean it's crazy so we never saw each other like even though we lived only an hour apart in nashville and clarksville like he was so busy so finally got to the point where i was like what is the point of our relationship if we never see each other like we don't even know like like do where is this going you know like you have to like really spend time with someone to be like are you my person essentially like you need to know because if not i don't want to be in like a two-year-long long distance relationship and then we spend time together and we're like oh we don't like each other like that would suck so, and I never felt that way about him but I'm just like I, I'm the type of person like I need to I'm in the same it. situation to right now too AG as well so I know what you're saying yeah I know you have a, a long distance yeah but day. we're about to travel together for like two months because I've like made the executive decision I'm like we cannot date we can't do anything long distance forever you need to be with someone for a, a consistent amount of time to pick up on like even like good things or weird things or like whatever. And I will say, I just did a reading for someone this morning all about like long distance relationships. I'll get into the reading stuff too. I'm like, I'm just going all over the map with this, but there are a lot of times where long distance relationships are like super intentional and like they're like planted for a purpose because like you can still work on you, develop your business, but also find this like stability in a relationship and you don't have to like Sometimes when you first start dating, you just like want to spend every waking second together and then you kind of abandon yourself and like what you're supposed to be doing. So it is good. And I do believe it's like for a purpose, but I'm glad you guys are getting to experience time together because that's, that's where I was. We had been together for like six or seven months and we'd seen each other like. Yeah, I know. I feel like I'm on the bachelor. Like we were having like a couple one-on-one dates, but like, where are you? (laughs) I know. So essentially Austin was like, you should just move to Clarksville. And I was like, well, because he couldn't move to Nashville because he couldn't, there was no time for the commute yeah. for him. He had to be at work so early. And obviously I work remote, so I needed to go to him. So anyways, I was like, well, I've been wanting to move. I'm just going to say. Didn't think it would be Clarksville. Didn't think it was be Clarksville, but you know, I'm like, I love this man and I'm going to see how it goes. So I moved to Clarksville, was there for literally like 
one month and just like, and I knew ahead of time, like I really felt it. I was like, I feel like this is Austin's last season. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just going to like ride this out, see it through. And as you guys know, I, my instincts are always (laughs) spot on. So he ended up in the beginning of May, started kind of experiencing some health issues that took him out of football. And he's fine now, but at the time it was like pretty just scary because you never know what's going to happen anyways. And when he left coaching, he was like, if I'm not in Florida, because that's what had taken him away from his family and his son, this job, he's like, you know, or took him to Tennessee from Florida. He's like, then we need to, you know, go to Florida. We literally were in Florida, like in this one neighborhood that we were like, this would be really cool to live here in this neighborhood. I'm not kidding. This guy walks outside of this house. It was like house in the exact area we wanted to be. It was like, Actually, um, my job was remote, but I'm getting called back and I'm going to be renting this house. Like I'm looking for renters. Are you guys interested? I'm like, of course, of course that happens. That's such an Anna Grace incident. It really was. Like I was literally just like, I feel like you get like very blatant signs. Like I feel like mine are like subtle and I'm like, okay, what is it? Like, give me the actual sign, like put it in front of my face. But yours are always like, bam. I I know. But I think that, I think it's like the universe whispers until it yells. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You get little ones until it's like big things like that. And then it's like, hello, ma'am, do you want to rent this house? (laughs) And I'm not kidding. There was like 15 people on the renters list, like going to see the house, but he knew Austin's family because like they were all in the same area. And he was like, yeah, I'll just give you guys the house and we got the house that day so within 72 hours I (laughs) moved my whole life again after I had just moved to Florida and it was crazy but yeah so now I live in Florida and I've like completely changed the whole dynamic of my business every major life transition Austin's got a new job like we went through all of it my sister had a baby yeah I really just said Violet Grace Violet Grace I know we're keeping the grace so cute I know Violet Grace oh my gosh she looks like a so do you like do you like living at the beach like do you feel very like you're where you're supposed to be now yes you're such a beachy I know. soul. I am. I really feel like as soon as I got there, I'm like, I'm a mermaid. This is exactly where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> I feel that way. Like after living in Hawaii, I'm now here where there's no beach. Like I fully believe everyone is better when they're near a body of water, 100%. Mm. I It's it's so like calming. And also I'm a cancer, so I'm a water, yeah, water sign. Oh, okay. little water babies. Water. Now I'm like, I couldn't imagine not living at the beach, but when I come back to Nashville, like I still kind of feel like my friends are here. Yeah. Like I would say like business wise, health wise, everything else is great in Florida, but I haven't really like gotten out and like met a whole lot of people, but it's still only been like a few months. We talked about this too. It's like you and Austin need time just to like be together before you even start expanding. So if anyone wants to be Anna Grace's friend, just shoot us a DM. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like you have to be into like mermaid yeah. things and also the Akaki records. And woo-woo stuff. Yeah, woo-woo stuff. Definite. Crystal girls. Yes. Yeah, crystal girls only. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. So like a lot of life changes yes. all across the board yes. and like a very short span of time. Yes. Do you have like whiplash? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I really did. I, like after we moved, I actually got like really sick for like two yeah. weeks. I was fine now, but like I think it was just my body being like, please just like lay down and yeah. like, don't do anything yeah. <laughs> for like – um, at least uh, 14 business days. And I did, I, I, I honored myself. I rested, but I still wake up and like go to the beach and I'm like, Oh my God, I live here. Yeah. Like, I've lived in Tennessee my whole life. So it's still kind of shocking. I mean, I'm sure that's how you feel bird. You're just like, 
I where do I live? Like this is no. So I half the time I feel like I'm in a Harry Potter movie, and then the other half of the time I'm like, <laughs> what in the <laughs> is going on? Like <laughs> I walk around, and I'm like, where am I? Just I, so. Well, I think you do a good job of sharing like an honest. I try, yeah. You know, like you do show the pretty parts and the you know Instagrammable moments, but then you're also showing like your. I need to put like a bloopers in. reel together, <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, I love it for right now. But but I think that's something that you've like transitioned into doing with your social media. Yes. Yeah. Not that you weren't honest before, but like you've even taken it much deeper. Yes. Well, I feel like, and Bird knows this. I don't know how much you know Bird, but I know Allie. I've done readings for Allie. And and it was really my quarantine kind of like hobby, I guess, was learn. I went to school to learn to read the Akashic Records, which do you know what the Akashic Records are? Honestly, no. Is this like birth charts? No, it's not. It's like... Basically, the Akashic Records, I equivalent, like, equate them to, like, what people know today as, like, angel readings. It's, like, a very, like, high vibrational, like, angel reading. It's it's pretty much, like, going to see a psychic or a medium, which, like, I have psychic capabilities and medium capabilities, but I find the Akashic Records is more, like, soul purpose. So you could do, like, past life, present life, future life, and it's just, like, tuning into, like, a higher a higher consciousness mm-hmm. like um but I say it's like angel readings angel angel readings angel beams so I've done a couple of readings for Allie she was like one of my I first remember that I did like two or three yeah yeah um and you started out like you had to we had to like not look at each other you had to have your eyes closed. I was blindfolded <laughs> oh my god because <laughs> because like I could see like all of the everything in my head but it was like confusing when I would be looking <laughs> yeah. at people but now I've gotten place where I've got a better system down like I do um private readings and I literally it's crazy because I started with Allie did we, we were blindfolded we were doing the Anna Grace, picture this Anna Grace is laid out in <laughs> blindfolded <laughs> all the lights are on because there can't be any light on we've got like candles I'm like what are we about to do Allie's like I'm scared I'm like <laughs> <laughs> no, and then we just like drank wine and like giggled afterwards, which is like yeah. so funny because I didn't really know. But um, anyway, so learned to read the Akashic Records it, during quarantine and then just like did a couple of readings and then really through word of mouth was booking out so many readings and sittings with people. But I had never once come out on Instagram being like, yeah, I have psychic capability or whatever you want to call it, clairvoyant, intuitive. I do readings for people. I was so scared that people were going to like, I don't know, maybe it's growing up in the South too. Yeah, totally. I come from like a Catholic strict religious yeah. background. Like I was so afraid people were going to burn me at the stake at the church yeah. or something. I don't yeah. know. I, because even though I'm like, oh, they're angels and like it's in alignment with what I believe, I was still – or scared people were like, oh, we follow you on Instagram that, for yeah. fashion and now you're like a full-blown like medium. What? <laughs> so – <laughs> yeah I mean I know it's like it's crazy but it's also just like now it's like so normal and all yeah. of my friends have known for years and so I had a conversation this is what I wanted to tell both of you guys this too I had a conversation last week with Kim oh, we love Kim Kim got hacked on Instagram and I guess whoever hacked her started sending out like crazy cryptic messages all of a sudden I get a message from Kim's like hacker and it says Sarah Caroline sweet girl I picked up a, a message from a photo that I desperately need to tell you. Like this very cryptic message that these hackers were sending to like get people to pay them, you know, for like a reading. And I looked at my phone. Did you know it was a hacker? I immediately no, she I texted Allie. Me. She was like, I'm I'm like, so Allie, help me. <laughs> it was a hacker. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Kim would like no, never, never. never. She would never any hoodle. I had a meeting with Kim and she was like, I know. I had a meeting with Kim because there was like a spirit in my house that was giving me really bad nightmares. Did I tell you this? Yeah, you told me that. And I got really scared and I, I met with Kim because I'm like, Kim, yo, we got to get this ghost out of my house. And she always knows what to do. Listen, if you guys ever have a problem, call Kim. Seriously, <laughs> she's like Kim a ghost <laughs> Um, And I, I was talking with her and she was like, okay, I just want you to know, like, you've got to quit hiding. And I had the posted one video on TikTok about my Akashic Records reading business. And I literally posted in the video, like, hey, I'm booked through 2023. I'm not soliciting readings or money or anything. I just like, I'm gonna start sharing things that I've learned from doing readings. Cause I, I'm always like, God, this is so useful, but I can't read for everyone, but maybe I could just share, you know, mm -hmm. universal teachings yeah. and things that have helped people like broadly, but keeping, protecting their identity at the same time. And um, I posted one video and it went really viral and I sort of like chickened out because people were just honestly being oh, really mean yeah. and I, it was the first thing I'd ever shared. So it was sensitive. Like I'm tough on yeah. Instagram because I've been there. I'm seasoned. No, TikTok is like a different breed. Like they just know how to like yes. break you down in a different way than Instagram. Yeah. And so I wasn't, I don't know if I was like totally right. So I hid the video for a oh little bit. Gosh. I actually have since put it back up. So I hid the video. It was like going viral. And I was just like, oh, I don't know. Cause people were like stitching it. And like, it was just a whole thing. Oh my God. That's awful. Yeah. So I talked to Kim and Kim was like, she was so good. She was like, no, like your whole message that's coming through is like, we're done hiding. Like you're done hiding. And I realized in that moment, I was like the only person that's like clock blocking me or, or my business <laughs> yeah. is me. Cause I don't tell anyone. Yeah. I'm like operating in private and like secrecy. Cause I'm scared of what people are going to think about me. And I was like, oh my gosh, no. So then after we got off the call, I literally went on Instagram. I was like, Hey guys, what's up? In case you didn't know this about me. Um, <laughs> I know I've been in fashion for five years, but I had a near death experience when I was 25 and I'm a media yeah. and I run a private business and also I'm booked. So you can't even book a reading with me, but I just want yeah. to know because <laughs> like everyone was like, will you do a reading for me? But anyways, I spent five years being scared to tell people and people literally on Instagram were like, we love this for you. I've always felt this from you. Like, it's just like, so like, I don't know. People were just like, not really that yeah. shocked, even though they didn't know they were like, yeah. so I was also running like meditation. I'm a medium stuff. and, and I'm booked. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Literally, I just like need people to know so that they're like when they see stuff on TikTok. Because a lot of people were like, "We saw you post this random video on TikTok that went viral." We didn't know you were like literally Austin's mom came over and she's like, I didn't know you were a psychic. And I'm like, oh. yeah. like right. I know everyone was like, huh? So I needed to just like come out of the closet yeah. with it. And like, I just posted like 20 slides on my Instagram story. I was like, I'm just full yeah. sending it. Like I am done hiding. If there's things that I want to do or want to talk about, I'm just going to talk about them. Yeah. And I will say everyone on Instagram was very kind, very nice. TikTok, I've made um, I've made amends with. I've resurfaced the video. I turned off the stitch features. I don't like that. I feature. don't have my stitch on. And you should filter your TikTok comments. Mine are so filtered. Okay. Like you can add keywords. They're like nice. not allowed to be commented. And I think people have like semi problem with that sometimes because they're like, it should you should be able to free whatever I want to post. Um, no, it's my mental health. And so if I need to protect it with some, some throw up emojis being blocked, I will do that. You know, you should do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Okay. This is great. This yeah. is great advice. But the, the basic message of what I'm in right now is I'm going to know how yeah. there's yeah. something I want to post and I want to say, 
something I want to do. I'm just like doing it. I love what you said about standing in your own way. I think that that's something that like, you know, I'm sitting here thinking like, how am I standing in my way? Like, what am I doing that's blocking, you know, what I want to happen? And I think that's something that we can all like, you know, think about, journal in. Um, But yeah, I think that's an important thing to realize. Because like the only person that's ever holding us back is us. Yeah. It's like so crazy. We're like, we want these things and we do all these things. And then somehow we like overcomplicate it for ourselves. And I really just take, I watched this video on TikTok the other day and I was like, the human mind is like really simple. We just like really overcomplicate things. Mm -hmm. Like it's just like becoming aware of your surroundings, aware of how you feel in certain situations, like just bringing awareness to situations and like we can just resolve them or just like do the thing that we're scared of doing. And it's never really ever that scary. Yeah, I agree. Like it wasn't, telling people wasn't even scary. It was, I don't know. I, I don't know what I was like, where people are going to show up at my house and like throw rocks at me. I'm not sure. Earn this witch. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm a good witch. I'm Glinda the good witch. I'm Glinda. Wait, so tell us a little bit more about the Akashic Records. Like, how did you discover that? How yeah. did you, like, can anyone do it? Like, what's the dealio? Okay. So, yeah, it's actually, it is really random that I read the Akashic Records <laughs> because it's not a super common thing. And I don't know, I don't know how I got there, but that's just how the universe works. Like, um, I knew back when I was 25, I had that whole crazy story happen where I had a heart attack and it's like out of body experience. And I was like, not spiritual. I was like an absolute. I've never even heard of this story. Oh yeah. It's on my YouTube and stuff. Not that you would watch it here, but like, I feel like I just reference it a (laughs) lot on like Instagram and stuff, but yeah, I just had like an out of body experience and I, some people call them near death experience, out of body experience. It's like when you just realize there's like more existing outside yeah, yeah. of this realm. And I, I, before that, like did not even know the word spirituality. I'm not kidding. I knew nothing. I just like was raised in like a religious kind of background, but like yeah. also my family wasn't like super hardcore. We were like pretty relaxed. We just didn't really, I don't know. So went through that crazy experience and was like, whoa, okay, a lot of like, there are angels, there are other, like, there are real energies that are existing, like, on this planet with us. And that sent me down just like a complete, like, everything after that moment in my life was changed, like, so dramatically. So I knew that I had the ability to like connect with energies, but I didn't really know like what or how that, I had never even heard of such a thing. I didn't know where to start. And someone just like told me about the Akashic Records. I didn't know what it was, but I just knew that that was like my calling. I went and did an online program because it was quarantine. I had nothing to do. Like for months, I just like practiced in my room and like did the schooling, did the energetic protection, all the grounding, whatever. I was like, I'm just going to open the records. So I did one reading for my friend Helen Hall and like, she was like shocked. She like cried through the whole reading. She was like, I don't know how you knew any of that stuff. No one was more shocked than me. Doing it was like the most natural thing I'd ever done. Like it came to me so easy, so natural. I was like, oh, wow, this is like my purpose. Like I am supposed to to do this. And it's really in the readings. It's like, like I said, it's like angel readings. And it's not a book. No, the Akashic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm (laughs) thinking about you with like a little wizard book. (laughs) You're like, large. Large book. (laughs) You know, like grandma. I'm Grandma Aggie's like spell book that has the eyeball that opens. <laughs> and Grace is laid up in bed with her spell book. Honestly, that would not even shock me. Uh, <laughs> I think I would just walk in and be like, oh. You're like, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> um, so, so no, I, I don't have a spell book. So the Akashic Records. Okay, let me explain them to you. 
or to everyone, everyone that exists on this planet has an Akashic record attached to them. And it's literally like your soul's journey, your past lives, your present life, your future life. It's like this is you tap into this like information system that exists like in another Mm -hmm. dimension. I know it's really out there. If you guys are, if you guys are new to the spiritual (laughs) stuff, this is about like a level 10. It's not an entry point. (laughs) This is not an entry point, but um, it's, I think it's a lot of people that access the Akashic records are musicians. People access them every day and everyone can access them. I'll just, a lot of people don't know how, um, if you guys want to know how I am designing a course, it's coming yes. soon. AG university. I'm going to be teaching people how to access their Akashic records. Cause it's literally just like infinite knowledge. Like anything that I've ever worried about, I go into the Akashic records and I'm like, Hey guys, um, it's my spirit guides, my spirit team. I'm like, what am I to do about the situation? And I always just get like the most loving guidance. It's very safe. It's not scary. It's not like a lot of people are like, are you talking to, how do you know what you're talking to? I'm like, no, it's like the most helpful um, guidance that always like reconnects you with your soul's wow. purpose. Like whatever soul, your soul's purpose is, I can see the highest version of you and help kind of guide you back to that like version of you that already exists in that reality. Cause I'm seeing like the future of your Akashic Records. So Akashic Records is just really like your soul's journey. Like mm-hmm. it's not a book. It doesn't exist. I just, I literally, it's kind of like a ritual. You do a prayer and then I enter the Akashic Records and it's like, I just, yeah. It's like a meditation. Yeah. It's like a meditation. I just like do it with my eyes closed and like information comes through. I've gotten to the point where I just write everything down instead of doing live readings for people. Yeah. Um, so I just like, I do a me- an hour meditation on a client, write everything down. It'll be like six pages of information that comes wow. through. Like, it's a lot. I want you to do me. I'm, <laughs> I will. I'm like, I officially have um, like a scheduling like platform. Like it's officially oh, wow. set up as a business. Wow. But I, I only alert people through my newsletter. I'm like, if you guys want to get on the wait list. Yeah. Bird, uh, Bird and Allie. <laughs> I've done two readings for Allie now. I think like two or three, maybe. Yeah. yeah. We so, also had that one time where we were sitting on the couch and then all of a sudden things just started coming to you. Oh, yeah. Allie was the first person that I ever like really just like was just sort of doing like a mediumship like conversation. Like there was a guy in the room and he was trying to communicate with Allie. And I was just sitting there being like, okay, so there's a guy in the room and he wants me to tell you blah, blah, blah. And Allie was like, okay. We just like went with it. Yeah. I, it was unprompted. What was he trying yeah. to tell yeah, you? Was, I never heard this. He was like someone on your spirit team, but he was very, he was dressed like someone like straight from the 1920s, like in a business suit. Yeah. It was something about money, like moving money. Yeah. He was trying to help her with like her, whatever money she was manifesting at the time. Wow. I need my spirit team to, to clock in. Come on, guys. <laughs> they're always they're always working they're, they're always working they're always around and i always tell people like everyone has intuitive capabilities everyone has the same abilities that i do i'm just like really trained and, and i don't know maybe the whole near-death experience yeah thing, yeah like connected me to the other side i'm not sure but um everyone has intuition and everyone has a spirit team so i always tell people when in doubt talk out loud pray out loud yeah. communicate with them because the majority of the things that I get with readings and clients is they're always like, she's not telling us what, like she, that's why people like when you manifest, you set intentions. Cause when I connect with the other side, they're like, hello, we're trying to help, but she's not telling us what to yeah. do. You yeah. know, people always say, be really clear with the intentions that you're setting and like you're mm-hmm. trying to manifest. Cause there's like all your little spirit angels and people are all trying to help. But like, if you don't tell them, they don't know what to do. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys, you hear that? We're going to be talking later. We're going to be talking later. Team meeting <laughs> yes. Yes. tonight. Team meeting, literally. 
Oh my God. Okay. So tell us about your business a little bit. Like who, what kind of clients are you working with? What's that like? So are you moving away from social media? Like what's kind of the goal here? I don't freaking know. I feel like social media changes every day I wake up. By the way, I just got a B-reel. Yeah. My B-reel went off as well. Oh, you just got a notification. Oh no, I just got an account. Oh, I just got my notification, but I have mine set on Europe time, but I'm not the best at B-reel because I don't know. I just feel like if you work in social media, you have to like limit, like that's why I don't do Twitter or Snapchat because you can, but I do like be real, but it always goes off in most random times. Like I'm literally standing at the Mona Lisa, like, okay, be real. But then I get home and I'm like eating a sandwich and it's like time to be real. <laughs> I'm not Mona Lisa. You're like with this turkey sandwich yeah. fire though. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I, so I posted that one video on TikTok that went like viral and then I've really just started posting things that I've learned from readings. I've kind of done a series on TikTok. So it's like, I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to let, let it all hang out and just like see where it takes me. And I'm still obviously doing things on Instagram, but she's like, I've done Instagram for five years and like, and I've just recently moved and like at the beach, I feel like my life is a lot more like, just like being at the beach and like not being on my phone as much, I guess. Yeah. So it's kind of difficult. I'm just like, I don't want to document every single moment. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just kind of burnt out a little. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm really passionate about like how helpful readings are for people. And like that just feels so like satisfying to me, like knowing that I'm able to help connect someone with whatever they their purpose yeah. is, right? Yeah. Versus being like, hey guys, buy this top. It's 40% off, which you know, I'm trying to rephrase it. I'm like, that's still helpful for people, but like, how yeah. can I do both and like be of service in that way? That's like influencing, but also like helping people manage their energy and like protect yeah. their energy and like boundaries, and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I had a meditation subscription platform originally, which is my Patreon. And this past week is the first week we've officially we've closed it or we've grandfathered everyone that's in, they can stay, but we're no longer going to be like adding content there. And we're building out AG university, which is, um, on gum road. It's like a yeah. teachable thing. And it's like all of the meditations tapping. Um, I'm going to do an energetic protection for when you drink alcohol. Oh my God. A lot of people don't know that when you drink alcohol, you really open yourself up. That's what they call it. Wine and spirits. You really wow. open yourself up to a lot of like energy, um, because alcohol is like a lower vibrational substance you can allow in sort of like these like dark energies that can attach to you. That's why when, yeah. when people drink and they're like, oh my gosh, you're not like some, she acts so crazy when she drinks or like she acts like a totally different person. It's so weird when she drinks like people like that. It's cause like alcohol can kind of open you up to being like, yeah, not in your highest alignment. So. Yeah. Feel that. Yeah, I mean, Today, totally. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like I keep getting signs though that I need to just take a break because, like, this conversation we interviewed a sober coach this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I know. I mean, this is the first time in my life I've ever been sober of all all things. Like, just it is funny to think about like all the phases that we've gone through. Like, you know, from just like starting out, like in the whole like kind of healing and self-discovery journey it's like we had no clue about any of this stuff no. and then we were just like out here bopping around when we first met and then we like went through this kind of like party phase where we were just like out and about all the time just like be bopping around rolling up to miami like anna grace has you. her wig 
wig suitcase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, meeting our Miami boyfriends. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we've really had some fun though. We really have. But to me now, like when I just saw you, like we haven't seen each other in a couple months, I guess since May. Um, but when you walked up, I just feel like you are so aligned, like right now, like just oh, in all aspects. Like you just feel, like you feel very aligned. Yeah, thank you. Well, I will say Cutting out alcohol has definitely brought me into a new level of clarity that I'm like, because that's the thing. It's like, it's just so foggy, you know, when you're in your like, I I don't know. I just feel like I was continually getting more sensitive and also I was fainting. Oh my gosh. That that was crazy. That was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. Like anytime I would drink my body, I was just like, no, but I also do think too, since I'm like doing readings for people that I'm like, maybe a lot more cautious or sensitive, like. Like, I don't, I want my energy and vibration to always be like super high. So they always have like a really good experience. Yeah. Versus, so that's why I think that I have been just forced into sobriety. <laughs> my body just said no more yeah. alcohol. Versus you guys, like, it's totally fine if you drink as long as you're, you know, doing it with intention to like have yeah. fun. And like, versus I always tell people the intention of drinking to like black out and like exit <laughs> your body or like suppress emotions. Like, there's, there's yeah. different ways that you can still drink and it be a good experience and like whatever but the energetic protection around alcohol is of course oh, i'm excited for that really one cool. that'll yeah. be good and yeah. something different i've never yeah. heard that before yeah i know well i get so many questions about alcohol and ever people do readings and it's like such a it's such a like hot topic and i always tell people i'm like the thing is is that alcohol is just like existing like in the akashic records they're always like nothing is good or bad it's what intention you put on it so like if you want to go into an experience and have like a beautiful meal and drink a glass of wine and like connect with a loved one or whatever friends that is like your intention is like connection and love versus i want to go to the bar and like take 12 shots to the face and like black out and exit my body you know and like Go home. Yeah. Then like, that's when you're putting yourself maybe in like a little bit more of like a not so good vibration where you don't want to be open to whatever entities or energies are out and around. You know? So how do you set that intention? Do you have to like speak into your like vodka sodi or what? <laughs> What, what can I do? Well, a lot of it. A lot <laughs> no, of we it. do that. My friends, like when we're, we were in like Lake Cabo, we were all like, we need to meet a man with a boat. A rich man with a boat. <laughs> Speaking it into your vodka water. I, I it, A lot of it is like getting grounded before you out and like practicing energetic protection, which like, are you familiar mm. with that at all? It's just so that like, are you familiar with energetic protection? Yeah, but not really. Too little. Um, well, basically, I need to attend AG University for yeah. like a, a numerous yeah. topics. Yeah, no. Well, energetic protection is just like such a good one that you can. You taught me about this. Yeah, because I was dealing with a lot of like negative energy around me. Yes. Well, and it's like if practicing energetic protection is great if you're like going to an office where you have coworkers that are just like literal. What are they called in Harry Potter? Uh, dementors. Dementors. Oh. I'm convinced that Harry Potter is real. So I just want. You yeah, guys me to know too. That. It's Everything right outside here. my window. <laughs> <laughs> Allie, you're going to see, like, you're seriously, like, you're going to see it when you come here. When you walk around, I feel like I'm in the Truman Show. It's like a set because it's so crazy compared to, like, walking around in, like, you know, Nashville or, like, anywhere in the United States. Yeah. Because everything's so old. When we were in London, I couldn't even handle it. Could not even handle it. People were like, how old are you? 23. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm in the eighth movie. I'm in the eighth movie. This is well, too much for me to handle. 
I, I'm honestly pissed we didn't go to Hogwarts, though. I, I really, I, when I read those, when I saw those movies, I'm like, I should What? Be I think you would have been, what would you have been? What do you think you would have been? Wait, that, I think Anna Grace would be a Hufflepuff. I said you too. I think you would be a Hufflepuff for sure. <laughs> and Allie, I think you would be a Ravenclaw. I was I about like to you're slightly more, you're slightly more demeaning. Like, you could take someone down. Like, Anna Grace, like, Hufflepuff. Demeaning. Like Ravenclaw has more of a side of like you know protector like not not Slytherin but like you could handle like some hard things if it needs to come so I think Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. I like that. What would you be? I think she probably. Well, when I when I took the quiz, I was a Hufflepuff. When I took the quiz, I was a Hufflepuff, and we went into. But I wanted to be a Gryffindor, and we went into the Harry Potter store. In London, and Perry was like, "Go get your Hufflepuff merchandise," and I was like, "I want to be a Gryffindor." <laughs> I think you would be a Gryffindor. I think you would. Maybe it depends well, on the mood. <laughs> the reason, the reason I was like, "Oh, people are d- uh, dementors, right?" People. Oh are- yeah, energy, <laughs> energetic, protection. energetic protection. So basically, like we are just like walking around. We wake up every morning with a full battery. I always tell people we're like an we're like an <clears throat> iPhone, right? Wake up in the morning, we have a full battery, we're fully charged. And then we like have all these exchanges throughout the day, including social media, that just start to drain us of our energy. But here's the thing, like all things, we have free will and we can protect our energy and we do not have to give all of our energy away to people, right? We have that choice. A lot of people just don't know there's a choice Mm -hmm. and especially just like random people. Yeah, like a coworker that's really negative or, you know, maybe a family member that you have to see at like Thanksgiving. (laughs) You're just like, ugh. I do energetic protection every single day, especially with like people trying to suck the life out of me on social media, yeah. like TikTok trolls or something. Like, yeah. But it's, um, I teach. I can't like really take it, it's. I would have to show you like through a video. It's a little difficult to describe on a podcast, but you guys, AG University coming soon. Um, you, I practice like have you guys seen the Wizard of Oz when Glenda the Good Witch comes in on a pink bubble. Yeah. Right. So yeah. every morning when I do my meditation, I imagine that I'm literally in like a pink bubble. Which I also think is like very subliminal that they did that in the Wizard of Oz because it's like our auric field. That's like mm-hmm. our protection. And so I just like set the intention that like all day long I'm in this bubble and I am like I always say like I'm in control of my energy. Like I do not allow anyone to siphon energy off of me without my permission. Like I do like I call back my energy through all time and space. So anyone that's taken my energy with permission or anything that's draining me, like you can call it back. And just imagining, like, when you're inside this bubble, like, I always say, like, I am safe, I am protected, I am grounded, and, like, whatever intention I want to want to do for the day. Like, some days I'll be like, I have a lot of meetings, like, I am abundant, I'm a money magnet, there are literally magnets all over this bubble, you know, like, I set the stage for whatever yeah. I want for the day. But I always know, like, inside this bubble, like, I am sovereign, like, I'm in control of who has access to me and, like, my, my energy all day long. Or do you need to do that, too, in your crowded spaces? I know. Yes, seriously. But we taught, we had this with, um, who was the guest, Allie, when we, she taught us to put our hands on our stomach and be like, it might've been Emily Weichel. Yeah. Emily Weichel. She said to put your hand on your stomach and be like, I call all my energy in to me and reject anything. And I do that a lot because I'm such an empath and I'm so sensitive to people's energy where it's like more than like the average Joe. So like, I literally have to find myself doing this quite often, but I need to, I need to implement the pink bubble situation. 
Yeah, I yeah. think it's so important. Especially if you feel like you're such an empath, but being in like crowded spaces, like public transportation, like all of us are just like energetic beings and we're all just like energies neither created nor destroyed. It's yeah. just like constantly moving around. But like we have control over it. It's just a lot of people don't know. And that's why I was like fainting. I was like falling out. I would just get like all the energy, like I would just be like, Pfft. My bo- literally <laughs> literally i would faint oh, there she goes again yeah like when i went to um coachella oh my gosh like there are so many people i, I don't i think i'm just getting too old and too sensitive i, I don't think i can go to festivals anymore i used yeah. to love a festival there was so much energy and like some of it bad some of it good you know it's all existing and like my i would be like i'll have to lay down and like get my pulse to come down because i'm like yeah. it's so intense oh my god that's why rest is so important for empaths too it's like you have to emotionally rest yes and no like i it it's gotten to the point for me where like it's getting like really bad like i was was it like in a coffee shop Mm -hmm. and the guy next to me was like obviously so not right but like was not visible at all like my friends didn't notice it no one noticed it but like to me i was like like oh my gosh like this guy is like something really wrong and no one noticed it but I've, like, started to pick up on it so strongly, like, as I've gotten older, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like everyone has kind of that. But but to practice. You have to practice. Yeah. It. If you are in a situation where you're, like, experiencing someone's energy and it doesn't feel like a positive situation, it's like a negative situation, that's when you would, like, be like, okay, I'm going to put – I always put my hand over my belly button and my hand over my heart. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm falling back. Like, I'm centering. I'm in my own energy. Like – I, I always say like, I'm not a host for other energies. Like yeah. I'm not allowing this into my body. Like, yeah, I call that my power. And just like, I always say like, I'm sovereign. Like I'm in control of my energy. Cause I, I mean, sometimes it makes me like when I went to Sedona and there was all those vortexes and stuff, like I would be driving and I have to pull over cause it's making me so dizzy. Yeah. But I didn't, I wasn't practicing that energetic protection. Like I should. And, and some people will be like, Oh my gosh, I, I randomly get social anxiety. I'm like, you don't have social anxiety. You just are like feeling a lot of energy and it's like throwing you off you know yeah makes people that's really that's really interesting yeah you know the ocean is the number one way to reset your central nervous system did you know that Mm. yes that's why in Hawaii I was just so calm and like vibey all the time I think because I think the ocean heals all it really does. Like whenever I go into the Akash Records and ask about the ocean, they said it's like the largest healing portal in the world that we have access to. Wow. wow. Yeah. So I, I I think I put a thing on my TikTok that's called Ocean Magic. You should watch on how to reset. Yeah. Okay. Ocean. I'll watch it tonight before we go. Yeah. Tomorrow. And then do it. If you feel like you've been picking up on a bunch of energy, it'll like clear it out. And it's salt okay, water. Good. You know, yeah. salt is like very healing and like cleansing yeah. that's why that's why people you know baptize like the water yeah i'm definitely feeling <clears throat> pulled towards the beach as well no i'm like i'm really like pushing ally to move to florida <laughs> yeah no i yeah i feel that too we shall see what happens i would love to have you there florida would love to have you Me, no, i, I love, could be your friend i know i'd love to have you as my friend <laughs> i know uh, um okay well ag i'm so glad that we got to have you on i know it's super late bird so we'll um let you go but um i love you i love, I love you. you anna grace i missed you i was so happy to get to talk to you tonight i just missed I your little your voice and your little, little hufflepuff self my little, my little hufflepuff <laughs> well i love you i'm your biggest fan on tiktok so i, I watch thank you everything. i feel the same way about you so <laughs> I'll, watch I'll start. I'll start going on there and fighting trolls every time. I pass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, okay. Well, keep doing all the beautiful things. Travel the world for us. I love I'll get Allie here with me very soon and we get to do a lot of fun things. So very excited. Yeah. All right. I love y'all. Bye.